Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Light It Up podcast, where we discuss topics, emotions, and experiences from a godly perspective. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Light It Up podcast. My name is Camilla Spradley, and as always, I am so happy to be here with you today. Uh, If you are a first-time listener, welcome. It's so great to have you. If you are not a first-time listener, welcome back, and I know it has been a while. I know it. I know it's been a while. Our last episode was, I believe, July 29th. Uh, five months ago, but God has been dealing with me about starting this back up. So here I am. Um, I have recorded, if you are a first time listener, I have 16 other episodes. Eight of those episodes are available on any of the major podcasting platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, the Anchor app as well. Um, And The full 16 are all available on YouTube if you want to go back and listen. But we are here now in the present and we are going to talk about this new episode. The title of this episode is Wrong Definitions Lead to Wrong Destinations. And um, what I do on this podcast, I start off with a story time, something that I've experienced or witnessed. After that, we address it from a godly perspective. And then we end on what's called light work, which is really just kind of applying this to your life and walking out uh, what God has planned for us and shining our light so that we can live a life worthy that's pleasing to him. All right, let's get into it. Wrong definitions lead to wrong destinations. So story time, picture it. The University of Alabama, 2008, I was a collegiate freshman, okay? And I had just met, maybe within the previous months, uh, this friend. And by the way, this is a side note. Me and uh, this particular person, we are still close to this day. Like we talk on a daily basis uh, and I love her dearly. So I would say if she's watching, but I know you listed girl. So, (laughs) hey, I love you. Um, So we are both college freshmen and we decided to one day in the spirit of like, I don't know, college freshman independence, we decided, you know what, we are going to go to Birmingham to the Galleria Mall and we're just going to go have us a girl's day, get our nails done, all the good things, okay? So if you know anything about the University of Alabama and Birmingham, the Galleria Mall, the Galleria is 45 minutes away from the University of Alabama's campus, okay? 50 minutes tops. I'm telling you tops, okay? And when we got in that car there, we were solely relying on our own knowledge of how to get there from point A to point B. We did not have Google Maps. We didn't do map quests. We didn't write down any directions. We just felt it in our spirit that we knew. And I don't know why I felt it because I'm directionally challenged, okay? I've been living in my current city for almost 10 years and I still pull out my Google Maps. Uh, But that's neither here nor there. So basically we got in the car and we knew, we just knew we knew how to get there. And I thought in my mind, because the gallery is by Home Depot, So I thought like, once you get on the interstate, you just ride straight shot, boop, straight until you see that Home Depot. Once you see the Home Depot, you get off on the exit and boom, Galleria Mall. That was absolutely wrong, y'all. I was talking to my friend today about it, actually. And she said there were actually two exits that we had to get off on before we even got near, before we got 
to the Galleria Mall. So I thought it was a straight shot. It was not. Now, mind you, I said that it takes 45 minutes to get to the Galleria Mall from the University of Alabama. We were in that car driving back and forth and forth and back for four hours. Okay? Quadruple. (laughs) And then some. The time that it takes, that it really takes to get to the Galleria. In those four hours, we had gotten off on miscellaneous exits. We had gotten out of our car. We had gone in business establishments asking, I don't know if we stopped at a gas station. We were asking who we needed to, to try to find the Galleria. One, nothing making sense to us. Not a dang on thing. Um, And my friend, she actually lives in Birmingham now. And when she was recounting the event, she was like, oh. We were on the completely opposite side of town from where the Galleria is. And she also said it was the questionable side of town that we were on as well. Um, But the Lord covered us. But needless to say, we didn't make it to the Galleria Mall, y'all. Four hours on that road for a 45-minute trip. And in none of them four hours did we make it to the Galleria. We ended up taking the L, dropping our heads, going back home to Tuscaloosa. and getting our nails done in a regular Schmegla Tuscaloosa mall nail shop. <laughs> uh, yes, four whole hours, okay? That is my story time, y'all. Um, and we're going to tie that back in. Like, we're going to talk about how we can address this, <laughs> the lessons that I learned from it. Um, but basically, my definition our definition, what we thought was the way, was very much not the way at all. And I didn't even open up my mind to consider that I was wrong. I just thought that, you know, it was a little mistaken, but not necessarily wrong. In my mind, it would have been more feasible that they just uprooted this entire Galleria and moved it away from the Home Depot. We did find the Home Depot. It wasn't the right one. But we saw that Home Depot and we got off on that exit. That was not not the right exit, okay? But my definition and what I thought was the way, it wasn't. And that led us to the wrong destination. We didn't even get to the destination. Let me me just say that, okay? Um, And how often in life have we had the wrong definition of a thing? And because we wholeheartedly held on to that definition, We ended up getting to some crazy destinations that God never intended us to be, places where he never intended us to be at all, right? Um, So we're going to, that's the end of my story time officially now. Uh, We're going to shift gears and I want to talk about a word that was very relevant, has been very relevant to me, and it's also relevant to uh, this episode. So my husband is a pastor. If you don't know, uh, we are members of New Life Restoration Church and uh, shout out to church, by the way. Uh, I love my church family. I love my pastor. I love my husband. And he recently uh, preached a sermon about um, the realization or Joseph realization that Mary was pregnant with Jesus and it's in Matthew chapter one and you can read it on your own time and your personal time but I'm going to give you kind of the the high points basically boom Joseph realizes that Mary is pregnant and of course in his mind he's thinking but wait a minute because you're a virgin we've done nothing but 
we've done nothing, but you have something, someone very much growing inside of you. So you can imagine how he was dealing with public perception and his definition of this whole situation. It just, it was not working out well for him. He was a righteous man, the word says. So he decided to do away with her like privately. So nobody would, uh, so she wouldn't be shamed publicly, right? But the word says, as he considered these things, an angel of the Lord came to him and redefined his situation, redefined how he viewed things, renewed his mind so he could see things the way God had clearly ordained it, the way that God intended it. And it changed. um, um, My husband also said that uh, it changed what was seen to him as a burden And he started to view it as the blessing, the greatest blessing that we've ever been given. Uh, But prior to that, he was viewing Jesus, even though he didn't know Jesus yet, he was viewing this pregnancy as a burden to him. And it took him spending time with, uh, with the spirit of the living God to realize this is actually a blessing. And I post to you that many of us are in certain situations where we are defining something as one thing when we need to be going to God to see what his definition of it is, because his definition is the only thing that will stand. So Joseph was able to, uh, to consider it. He opened up his heart and then that's when it was revealed to him uh, what the situation actually was. Right. So it's possible that we can be headed towards a destination, a will that's not meant for us, or we're mentally and emotionally wrestling with what we view it as a burden that is indeed a blessing. And the only way we can redefine the moments or the, the experiences that we're going through is to go back to the word of God. Because if you don't, you're going to be just like me and my friend. You're going to be on a four-hour journey to a place that doesn't even truly exist. (laughs) Um, And you're never truly going to get to the destination, the destiny that God has for you because you are so stuck on defining things as you want to see them. And I want to talk about certain areas that we might need to redefine uh, how we view things. Uh, The first one being love. And I know love is, it's a lot of things that we define it as human beings. Um, It's an emotion, definitely. It's a feeling that you feel for someone, but more importantly, love is an action. And sometimes when we are defining love the wrong way, it gets us into some awful destinations with people who we were never supposed to be connected to. So we're going to talk about love for just a moment. Um, Sometimes we are so stuck and attached to someone that we feel like we can't um, do without when in actuality, it's not really love at all. Uh, If you go back, it's 1 Corinthians chapter 13. It defines what love is for us. So we don't have to guess. We don't have to um, be in the gray area. So whoever we are connected to, whoever we say we love and who loves us, it says that love is patient, kind, not jealous, doesn't brag, is not arrogant, does not act disgracefully. It doesn't seek their own benefit. They're not easily provoked. They don't keep an account of the wrong. It doesn't rejoice in unrighteousness, but it rejoices with the truth. 
It keeps confidence. It believes all things. It hopes it endures all things. Love never fails. So maybe how we're viewing love isn't necessarily how God intended us to view it at all. And if we redefine love by that definition, we might get ourselves out of some um, uncomfortable or harmful situations. So uh just a mini word to check who you're connected to and how y'all are defining that relationship and how you're defining how that person treats you and calling it love. Because according to uh, that chapter in first Corinthians, it might not necessarily be love. Uh, Something else that we do is we tend to define ourselves by comparison to others. And I know uh, if I'm being completely transparent, that is something that I struggle with a lot, um, comparison. And when you, comparison is when you define your success, your growth, your meaning, your value based on someone else. And if you are choosing to define yourself by others, then you are always um, either going to get to the definition of arrogance because you feel better than other people or the destination of failure, where you never feel like you're doing enough. You never feel like you are enough. Um, But if you go back to the word where it says that we are his workmanship, that we were divinely crafted to walk in good works, that he he loves us with everlasting love, you know your true value and that it's not wrapped up in anybody else, right? Um, Or maybe we struggle with the definition of success where you're wondering like, what does it truly mean to be successful? Or what does it truly mean to, to be doing well in life? And sometimes that we, we think that we are just not doing what we need to do, but success is just walking out the path that God has laid before us. Um, something that I've had to do recently is redefine what that image of success looks like that it's not going to be void of um, struggles of adversity because in my eyes, Jesus was one of the most successful people because he fulfilled his God ordained purpose. But in fulfilling that he went through immense suffering. So when I redefine how I'm supposed to be successful, it makes me welcome the trials. It makes me welcome the tribulations, welcome the suffering because I know that there's better on the other side. Um, so I just wanted to present to you that maybe we need to start redefining some things and um, restructuring the way that we view things so we can get to the right destination that God intended for us. Um, So this is a very short and sweet episode. I won't be before you long, Um, but I wanted to share that story time and then with that lead into how sometimes we get the wrong definitions, we get the wrong picture, we get it twisted with so many things in our life and we ended up not going to the right destination or not going to any destination at all. And the way that you know the right definition is by the word of God. Everything that you could possibly be dealing with is in the word and everything that you need is coming to you, can come to you with an open heart and you listening to the Holy Spirit because he will lead us in all truth. We just have to open up our hearts and be willing. So if you are struggling with um, a situation or connection to a person or a difficult season in your life, I urge you to 
seek the Holy Spirit, seek his word to learn his definition, to learn what he thinks in all matters. All right. Okay, people. So now we are going to get into our light work and the light work, which I kind of talked about it just uh, a moment ago. Before our light work, we are going to consider your definitions of things that you might struggle with, like um, maybe some issues with your family or your issues with work, your issue of, of love and success or what it means to be strong, what it means to be tough, maybe what you think it means to how, how you think it means to be strong isn't exactly the biblical definition of strength. Uh, there's a quiet strength and a quiet meekness that is honorable in the eyes of God. So think of things that you might be struggling with now, whether it's family, success, love, rest, anything. Think of what you're struggling with, consider how you view it. And then I urge you to go to the word of God, spend some time with the father and ask him, what is your heart on this matter? How should I define womanhood based on your definition? How should I define rest based on your definition? How should I define my worth based on your definition? And if you're struggling with self-worth or your image, I really urge you to go to scriptures that talk about just how valuable we are in God's eyes. Because if you realize how valuable you are to God, it might help you to walk out your value on earth where you don't just accept anything from anybody. That was just a side note. (laughs) Okay. But again, our light work, consider your definition of things you might be struggling with. How do you define it? Spend some time with the father and figure out how he defines it. Write those scriptures down and then change your path a little bit, change directions. And I pray, my prayer for you is that you get back to the destination or on the right path to where God has destined you to be. All right. Well, like I said, I wouldn't be uh, before you long, but again, I'm happy to be back. Um, I hope that y'all bring in the new year in the best of ways. And I look forward to talking to you soon. I would tell you when the next episode is going to be, but to be honest, I don't know, (laughs) but I'm hoping that you, that the Lord keeps you in perfect health and peace and joy until then. All right. I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.